What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, City. What's up, Cover 32 crew? It's your boy, Jay Green. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Drew, and you're now tuned in to Cover 32. What is going on, everybody? How are we feeling? Cover 32, we are back in the building, and we are here to stay. We got Jordan, we got Sid, and we got Drew. What is going on, fellas? What's Trump? up? What's, What's going smack? on? What's going on? What's going Jordan, on? How you people? doing, bro? Me? Yeah, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm living the dream, yo. We back. <laughs> C32 was back. We ain't exactly. leaving. Exactly. Nah, we're not leaving. Sid, how you feeling, bro? We good, man. We good over here. We ghosted y'all, but we back. What up? <laughs> yeah, we back. Don't worry. <laughs> we know we know you missed us, so don't worry about it. Facts. Sid, I see you got your Steelers hat on tonight. I feel you. You feel me? That's, uh, that's, to yeah, the yeah. death of me, baby. Exactly. I feel you. So, of course, you guys know we are big, huge football fans. It is just about to be Super Bowl time, and we are extremely excited for this matchup, Chiefs-Bucks. We're definitely going to get into that, of course. Um, give our picks, give all that stuff, anything anything we can talk about about the Super Bowl. We'll start off with the playoffs in general. How did they pan out? What did you see? Anything that you you, you took away from the from the 2021 uh, playoffs. So, guys, the floor is yours. What's your one of your biggest takeaways from this playoffs that we've seen? Uh, the Browns is not the Browns, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know my boy Juju said that, but uh, to keep it a buck, it's time to really put some respect uh, on the Browns name. Uh, if you guys tuned in to earlier episodes uh, during the fantasy draft, I said that the the biggest deficit to that team would be OBJ, and as you see, once he got that that crazy injury, uh, hope he comes back strong next year. But the team kind of got better. They kind of had uh, they were more cohesive. It was more it, it turned into Baker's offense instead of OBJ's. How are we going to get the ball to OBJ? It, it came to give the ball, feed it to Nick Chubb, feed it to Kareem. And then let Baker, you know, go crazy off the play action. So um, the AFC, to be honest, uh, as much as I've been watching football, it was usually the NFC that had all the juggernauts. Yeah. But it seemed like this year it kind of shifted towards the AFC, where the AFC had, you know, more equal competition, and where the NFC was like teams were just trying not to lose. Like I was. <laughs> With the the Rams and the Seahawks, uh, they they really let me down. Um, Cardinals not making it into the playoffs was really weird to me. Um, so I think the power has shifted definitely towards the AFC. I am eager to see what uh, the Browns do with OBJ next year if they because mm. you know they got a weird they got a weird situation do you bring him back and i wouldn't let baker let baker <laughs> i ain't gonna lie yo. I, yo obj ain't coming back to this squad <laughs> what do you do with him what do you, yo, you do with this guy so here's my thing yo everybody who's saying that that like i thought they were wild for saying like oh this team's better without obj because in my opinion i'm like yo at the end of the day he's still a top five talent at the receiver position in what world would you be better off without a top five talent but that offense it's a run first offense now um, 
like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, they're the face of that offense. They kind of make that wheel turn and they take the pressure off of Baker and it allows Baker to be the quarterback that he should have been from the beginning. OBJ kind of throws another wrench into all that because he demands the ball. He demands, like any good player, like any superstar, you want the ball. You know, no right. no superstar is true. I know some of them will say it. They'll say that they're a team player. But no superstar at the core is content with not getting the ball. Right. So when they're, Baker's forcing the ball to OBJ and... It, it like he's like Sid said. It just you could tell that it wasn't working. OBJ bounces, you know, due to injury, and all of a sudden they start playing like a team, not a team trying to take advantage of their superstars. Right. So for me, I'm moving OBJ. Unfortunately, he's a great talent, but you got hungry young guys in that offense right now. They can pick up that 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 slack. I'm moving OBJ, and I'm trying to get some picks. I'm trying to bolster that defense a little bit more. You need another DB because with that, with Denzel Ward was out, they were hurting at the DB position. So mm. I would try to see if I could get my hands on one of these top-tier DBs. I think OBJ still could command a first-round pick um, right now. Mm. So some of these DBs in the first round are, like, they're nasty, yo. And yeah. it would be, I think it would be worth that move. And I don't know, man, like those dogs, they could be, they could be the new top dogs in the AFC North if they play their cards. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, bro. Honestly, wait, hope. how do y'all feel about DPP, Donovan's people's, uh, DPJ, I meant, DPJ. Uh, Donovan. I like him, but yeah, be, I, I think, I think his, where he's weak is where he'll be able to mature. You know, he's not the best route runner in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not bad, but he's not the best. Um, but he's got a good connection with with Baker. So that's something yeah. that could develop over time. Um, you know, at the end of the day, he's got the size. You can't teach that. So I think he would develop into a good good receiver. I do, too. I was, I'm just – oh, go ahead, Z. No, I was just saying – because I, I was just thinking, like, to match up – with the Chiefs, you kind of have to be firing on all cylinders. So I was just trying to think about that offense. If they let's just say they did bring OBJ back, you got yeah. OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Alex Hooper, and then you go split back with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. With that offensive line, I just don't see if if he was to develop some type of chemistry with OBJ and OBJ was cool with not being like with being the best person on the team, but not acting like he was, yeah, that offense would be almost impossible to stop. And that's why, in my opinion, I think the Browns should keep OBJ. Because if like I get what you guys say, like, especially with Jordan, you saying like you don't want anything to do with OBJ at this point. He gets hurt, and all of a sudden they wax the Steelers in the playoffs. Like, how does that? That doesn't okay. okay they they, they did though. <laughs> they, 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 they did. They said like this. But, but, <laughs> wax on, wax on. But um, <laughs> but no, like I just I just think like with a, a talent like that, at some point it has to not matter, and you have to keep 
a player like that on your roster. I mean, I, I get it with a wide receiver, especially sometimes it don't work the too much of a headache and you move on. But yeah, I just think that their team is good enough. The quarterback's good enough. They have the, the weapons at running back that if you insert OBJ, he, I mean, like, it's not like he didn't see what happened. He's probably thinking the same thing. Like, yo, I'm, I sit down, I get hurt and the team looks like it did does better without me. So at, at some point you have to look at yourself as an athlete and be like, all right, maybe, it, maybe it was something I was doing. Maybe I need to change my mindset. If I don't get the ball 10 snaps in a row, if I don't, if I don't get the looks I want, I, I don't know. Maybe that I would just, as if I was the Browns, be if the Browns is the Browns, I would keep, I would keep <laughs> OBJ and just, and just go from there just for one more season, at least. Yeah. You know, you have, right. you have the talent Drew, to get you- wherever. Do you consider OBJ to be a diva wide receiver? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like compare yeah. him to Antonio Brown? Not not that level. Not as CTE-ish, but yeah. diva-ish. Yeah, he's yeah, he's diva. He's a diva so, wide receiver one. My thing is the problem that I see where I'm leaning more towards Jordan, only like a little bit. Like I'm I'm kinda in the middle. It's just that I watched A B develop over the years. And Big yep. Ben, you know, he, he is the face of the Steelers. He has been since 05. Youngest person to ever win a uh, – youngest QB to ever win a Super Bowl. His resume spoke for itself. And then, you know, A.B. developed into what I thought was – he was making a case for being the best receiver in football ever. Yeah. And then I feel like there was a power struggle at some point where he felt, you know, he was more of the team – than the team, than Big Ben and Levy and everybody else affiliated. And I think OBJ is kind of going through similar things. He got like that with Eli. He wasn't there, just like AB wasn't there Mm -hmm. when when Big Ben was winning the Super Bowls. Neither was Odell. So they're kind of feeling like, yo, I got the talent to win Super Bowls, but I'm not playing in Super Bowls. Right. And then AB gets with someone like TB12, whose resume is the most might be the most ridiculous resume in sports history. <laughs> and he, we haven't heard from this man since he joined the bucks. Right. So I don't, that's why I kind of wanted OBJ to go to green Bay this year to be with a rod because he can't say nothing to a rod. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. Well, yeah I'm at, like, if just imagine him and D Adams, like if you want to eat, <laughs> that's where you go. Yeah. And, and you got respect. He's going to respect A-Rod. He's not going to say nothing to him, but he can say stuff to Baker. Baker's yeah. throwing – he threw a pick that got his ACL torn in half. So it's like <laughs> – it's. I don't, I, that's the only reason I lean more towards Jordan's point of view where you just see what you can get out of him right now before he – because, you know, A.B., he ruined – we allowed him to ruin his draft capital. Because yep. he just started walling. He just started doing dumb stuff all over the place. Right. Does OBJ come back and start, you know, flipping over tables and, you know, tweeting about how garbage the Browns is? You, you just don't know. Like, do you sell high now or do you wait? Right. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, maybe it's just me being a receiver that I'm, I'm always pulling for my <laughs> for my, uh, my my fellow position. Like, nah, nah, he'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's a diva. He'll be okay. I might be wrong. I might be 100% wrong. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. OBJ, I just – he's so talented, bro. Like, if he stays he's, on the field, yeah. 
He's, he is. I mean, there's a lot of receiver out there right now, but I would there's just argue there's a lot, there's a you lot of receiver. But yeah. he, I would argue top five, but he's top ten when he's on the field. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. It's just, it's hard yeah, to argue that's five right now with the talent in the league, but that's a whole other that's a whole other episode talking about receiver. <laughs> that's getting crazy. But um, that another thing, deep. yeah, another thing I took away from the uh, playoffs was uh that. The after the season Derrick Henry had, he got in the playoffs against the Ravens, and he actually is stoppable. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I didn't think like even with the Ravens being the defense that they were, I was like, okay, there's only a few running backs in NFL history that we've seen one that can rush over two thousand yards, and then two that are that big and just literally run over people. Like, and yes, I mean, of course, the offensive line helps. But he's just a monster, bro. And somehow the Ravens defense was able to hold him to – he was under 75 yards that game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I I don't. I really didn't expect that. I, I thought the Ravens were going to win that game. I just didn't expect it to be, yeah, the way they win is by stopping Derrick Henry in the rush. Like that, that to me blew my mind because I yeah. thought he was still going to run over them and Lamar was going to find some way to beat that Titans defense. But See, I, I, I low-key – kind of felt like that the Baltimore's defense could slow down Derrick Henry. Okay. Just because, yo, so the thing like I've noticed about all of Derrick Henry's highlights, they're all to the outside. You know, they're all right. bounced outside. They're all, you know, a swing pass outside. You know, not to say that he can't bust anything up the gut, but most of the time it's Derrick Henry versus a corner. It's Derrick yeah. Henry versus safety that makes it to Sports Center top ten, you know. Yep. And the difference is, is Baltimore's linebackers didn't let it get to that point. Baltimore's linebackers were fast; they were in position almost all the time, and they never let Derrick Henry get to the point where he did threaten their DBs. And right. I think that's—I mean, it, it kind of sounds elementary saying it, you know, but. And doing it is a completely different thing. But Baltimore's, you know, the, uh, what's his name? Um, Judon. Yo, that dude is fast. He's yo. nasty. He's yeah, really he's real fast. fast. He's nasty. And their linebacker core as a crew is a very fast unit. And right. so I personally thought that they were going to match up well. But even still, the season, season before, that's where Derrick Henry made that play against Earl Thomas, you know, and <laughs> made it on to SportsCenter. Um yep. So, like, with Derrick Henry, the key is, which, like, once again, it sounds elementary, you got to have linebackers that will completely sell. They got to yeah. sell into stopping that dude. And Baltimore, Baltimore had that. Yeah, they, yeah, I I honestly gave them a chance against the, uh, against the Bills, too, but Lamar got kind of, he got kind of squished. Got yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, concussed, um, as say. Jordan touched on the, the backers and the D-line, which I full-heartedly agree on. But I think when uh, – I got to give credit to their DBs too because A.J. Brown, he was – that's a grown man, bro. Like, oh, yeah. He top 10 talent. Yeah, like, he is. Yeah, he is. He's, he's disgusting. And I think the Titans really – they don't really pull a wool over your eyes. They just tell you like, yo – we're going to beat you one of two ways. We either going to run all over you or you're going to sell out for Derrick Henry. And I'm going to, Ryan Tannehill is going to throw for 350. But yep. the problem is, do that. 
against Baltimore secondary. Because, you know, Marcus Peters, as wild as that boy is, he's a problem. <laughs> Lock down oh, yeah. corner. Um, I forgot the safety's name, but the Baltimore's secondary is ridiculous. And I think that's the reason uh, you'll have close games with them. Like the Steelers and the, the Ravens, I, I feel like they kind of match up well with the Titans because they have the secondary to slow down the Titans and also have the front, uh, the defensive front to hold Derrick Henry under 100 yards. If you, yeah. can, if you can hold Henry under 100 yards, you will most likely beat the Titans. Yeah. Right. If you get one-on-one, <laughs> yeah, don't facts. let that boy get one on one. I swear, <laughs> 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 for real. Sid, I do have a question for you though, in particular. Um, no, God. with that, no, no, no. I'm not gonna. Nah, we're not gonna. <laughs> don't come my voice. Nah, 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 nah. We're not doing that on episode one. Now nah, we good. All right. Um, the AFC. Obviously, we know the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Um, yes, sir. Best team in the AFC. Going into next season before any of the draft, any of uh, free agency, who would you put as the second best team in the AFC going into next season behind the Chiefs? Behind the Chiefs. Like right behind the – you name the Chiefs? (sighs) This is tough, man, because I feel like – I feel like the Bills are right there, bro, and I I really want to say them. I'm probably going to have to go with the Bills – Anyway, it's just that it's hard to measure them when they go when any team goes against the Chiefs because right. it's just really hard to slow that team down. Right. But I, I think I still have to go with the Bills because they're really well rounded. And yeah. the thing I, I appreciate uh, appreciate most about Josh Allen is that he doesn't really favor. Um, one offensive person, two offensive people. Like, he almost broke the record for spreading touchdowns to multiple players throughout the season. So that tells me that production is coming from him alone and not just Diggs, not just Beasley, not just Dawson Knox, not just Singletary. I think if they get Zach Moss healthy, because I'm a big – you'll hear that a lot on the show. I'm a big fan of Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. If Zach Moss gets healthy, uh, that O line is still stout, so yeah. uh, no problem there. And maybe if they add another like defensive piece, they to me will be right back in a rematch with the Chiefs and the AFC chip. I think they're the most put together, and I think <sighs> they add one more weapon, bro, on either side of the ball. And mm. that Chiefs game looks a little bit different. But, yeah, I, unanimously, it's got to still go to the Bills for me. Jordan, how you feel? You you thinking of the Bills, too? Yeah. I um, See, I'm a little split because, all right, my brain, my brain says the Bills. Because I think the Bills need the least amount of pieces next season to be good. Okay. If that makes any sense. Like, the team that yeah, they yeah. are in right now going into next season – I think that's going to be the best, the second best team in the AFC. It pains me to say this, but I could see the Steelers to actually taking that crown. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the only reason I say that is because I think the Steelers are like a piece away 
from getting back on track. Like okay. a lot of a lot of what I think the Steelers' <laughs> problem this year was was the offensive play calling. The offensive okay. play calling really with yo with three receivers like that. Like Juju was a true number two at one point. Chase Claypool came out of nowhere, and he's going to be, you know, a really good big target. And yep. Deontay Johnson, like, that's a complete receiver core. Right. The one thing that I think that they're missing is a reliable ground, is the reliable ground game. I think the Steelers were, like, 31st, if not 32nd. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> so, like, you know, it, you can't. No offense can thrive without a run game. As you right. can see, the Cleveland had kind of a pretty lackluster receiving game, but they were good because they had such a good rushing attack. Yeah. Um, and so I, you can see the opposite in the Steelers. I think if the Steelers just go ahead and they – I would move on from James Conner. Um, I think he served his purpose. You know, he served his purpose, and I think you can go ahead with – I don't know, Sid. Maybe you could tell me more about Anthony McFarlane. Is he somebody that can take the? Can he take the chains? I've seen some, definitely like some spurts from him. He didn't get enough reps, definitely, yeah. but he definitely has game-changing attributes. Like so, speed, cuts is ridiculous. So that's my thing. I think the Steelers don't need to have a lead back. I think they can benefit from a running back by committee. But you need yeah. guys that any good running back by committee has two guys that do the same exact thing and one guy that's a good receiving back. If they could mm-hmm. kind of figure that out and because their defense is set like that defense was top three this season and it wasn't even close. I think that if the Steelers can go ahead and solidify that ground game, figure it out. I think they beat the Bills in a play. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I, no, my, I, brain, yeah. my brain, my brain, nah, is a trash, bro. Nah, all day. <laughs> yeah, once you as soon as you say quarterback, quarterback, you're like, I ah, never mind. Bill. <laughs> Yo, if, if Juju stopped dancing, they number one. Yeah, in the if, if he started doing all this stuff, that was <laughs> um, now I, Jordan, I agree with you too. Um, I, honestly, bro, I really do love y'all spitting. Now, hold on. <laughs> I I do love the Steelers team, like in their receivers, like their their team. Other than like Jordan was saying, they're not great at the run right now for whatever reason. James Conner just ain't cutting it, so that's literally the only weakness. Their defense is nasty. Big, I mean, Big Ben. I guess you can at this point consider him somewhat. Hold on, say hold on. <laughs> somewhat, <laughs> somewhat of okay. One of their weaknesses moving forward because eventually yes. his arm's gonna fall off and they're gonna have to go get another QB. Whether that yeah. be a uh, duck or what's his name who got hit with the helmet, who, whoever duck it got is. traded. To, oh, that's yeah, really duck. Not even there. Yeah, no duck's not there. Oh shoot, duck, where duck, did he go, go again. We got no ducks, bro. Yo, where did duck go? <laughs> I forgot. I don't know. We released him. I think someone picked him up though. Yeah, but. he uh, for some reason I don't even want to say because I'm not sure. He flew south. That's where he went. We'll show yeah, you on episode two where Duck is. We'll find him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll find him. We'll put a picture up in the corner. <laughs> Get a little duck in the right corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't – I think there are a couple pieces, a couple moves, like small moves, too, away from being in that conversation of 
Hey, look at look at his He's so happy, yo. This sounds good to me. <laughs> oh man, no, but I I really do. They're complete. They're a well-rounded team, and all they need is uh, a solid running game and to get some like solid product. Like they, they they don't need to. They shouldn't have to rely so much on Ben's arm in order for them to succeed. Right. And I I feel like they have weapons that can go downfield. But they like the offense, the way they run their offense. It's a lot of short stuff or whatever. Maybe that's because of Ben's arm. Maybe it's, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the scheme. And Sid, probably, you probably know a little bit more than, than me about it. Unfortunately, I do know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, real quick. Um, what is, why did they throw so short all the time? <laughs> yeah, Randy Fittner was just obsessed with getting the ball out of uh, Big Ben's hands for, I think, a couple reasons. I mean, yes, do we have the receivers? that are dangerous with the ball quickly, I think so. Like, Deontay Johnson, I feel like he's one of the most underrated route runners in the game right now. Juju, to me, is now a possession catch, a.k.a. Heinz Ward. And then we got Claypool, who is, I feel like, going to be our biggest playmaker moving forward. Um, Also, the offensive line is very, very beat up. And Mm. as you can see... Marquise Pouncey, for him to give away seven points at the beginning of a playoff game and then still say, I'm going to retire, you could just tell that man, he's exhausted. Yeah, uh, our left tackle, Villanueva, he's past his prime. So, yeah, the Steelers had a legendary season in not getting uh, Big Ben sacked. But I think because of the ailments to our offensive line, that's why Randy was obsessed with getting the ball out of Big hands quick so we didn't have to really face a pass rush and um i think that really affected our run game too like i really like james connor is he game changing no but he's serviceable but you i like jordan said you can't really unfortunately you just can't bring him back he didn't show enough to make it seem like if we add two offensive uh beasts that you're gonna be a a thousand yard rusher so i think that uh O-line is of most importance because we. I like the running. I like Benny Snow, and I mm-hmm. like McFarland. Uh, offensive line has to be our number one focus this year because, like, okay. we got the defense, Bud Dupree, Devin Bush coming back. Yeah. Offensive line, we need a revamp. Okay. So if y'all get all that fixed, then I will comfortably say you can get take a trip to the AFC Championship and lose to the Chiefs. Oof. I will say that, okay? <laughs> because <laughs> I'll save my rebuttals because. for episode two. <laughs> we got to run out of time. Because <laughs> yeah, at this point, I don't see nobody beating the Chiefs in the next three I'll years. Save, I'll save that for next we'll episode. Say, yeah, we'll save it. We'll <laughs> All right, so let's move on. We got we gave Sid his uh, 15 minutes of Steeler talk, and now we get there. Oh, he's good. Which All right, 14 so. minutes too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay. So obviously there's a whole bunch going on right now in the offseason that we haven't even scratched the surface surface of. Uh it's two days before February. This is the week before the Super Bowl when we're recording this. Um, and there are so many quarterback questions we got going on for this offseason. Uh we'll start. With the biggest one, of course, Deshaun Watson, the perennial at this point 
uh, Pro Bowl quarterback, one of the best talents in the league, can pretty much do it all that you can ask for out of a quarterback right now. Um, the situation is messy. Any any of y'all, either of y'all could, could hit on this first. What Can the Texans do anything to keep Deshaun Watson at this point? Because they're trying to, like, hold and say we have no interest in trading him. Is there any, like, is he going to be able to stay or is he completely gone? I think he's gone. Um, okay. For their, right. Me too. I, I think for, for rumors to be out for so long and then he finally comes out and confirms that he, you know, he wants a trade. Yeah. That, like, I don't know. I never see a player request a trade that is still down to stay. Like, <laughs> I don't see that, yo. Like, yo, if you, that's true. That's if a player requests a trade, he done thought about all of the different scenarios <laughs> that could happen if he stays, and he yep. done said, all right, yeah, it's time to move on. Yeah, um, yep. Now, whether or not he moves on, it, that's up to if there's going to be a team that's willing to take that asking price because there's those have been some expensive asking prices that we've seen um i saw one graphic that had um like a couple scenarios and they had like the jets giving up three first rounders well four first rounders because it'll be three over the next two years and then another one in 2023 like, that's a lot, bro. Yeah, so, nah. for me, and it sounds crazy because I think Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback in the league. I'm not interested because <laughs> I have to give up way too much to get him. And you got to be Pat Mahomes to for, for me to feel like it's even close to being worth it. Yeah. You know, and even then, it's kind of like if I get Pat Mahomes, but I got nothing around him, what's our yeah. chances of having success? Um, so it, it's a, it's a tough situation. I personally don't think that it's going to end good for anyone. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like wherever Watson ends up, he's not really going to be thrilled about where he ends up either. Cause they're going to no. be like, Oh, Oh, you want to get traded? Oh, yeah. oh you want to go somewhere? <laughs> I bet. And then they're going to send him somewhere like stupid. Yeah. They don't even like, then he's going to have to like fight in the, in training camp for where he start. Like, it's not going to, I just feel like it's not going to end that great. No, um, but it just sucks because I really like Deshaun Watson. I used my QB one on our big league for fantasy this year, and he did a whole bunch. Which is one of his best statistical seasons with almost. I mean, granted, Will Fuller did play his uh, the majority of his season before he started doing steroids again, but <laughs> uh, he didn't have like the weapons that you would expect would go with those QB numbers that he put up. If you get what I'm saying, like yeah. Brandon Cooks, yeah, he's a solid receiver, thousand yards a few times or whatever. But he's not. He's not. Yeah, I wouldn't consider him like. Oh, he's an X factor and on anybody's team at this nah. point. Uh, definitely not Randall Cobb and Will Fuller. When he is on the field, he's electric. I'm not gonna front, but like he did a lot with nothing. And David Johnson, who is not even 30 years old and runs like he's 50. At this point, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know that this, the Texans have just made such a mess of this and having that caliber of QB. It's just, it's terrible to watch, bro. But I don't like, there's a couple options of teams he could go to and we'll get into that in a second. But Sid, how do you, you don't see this ending well either, right? It's disgusting. It's so messy right now, bro. Like <laughs> you disgusting. got Sean Watson who just want to be, he wants nothing to do. 
with the Texans organization. Can you blame period. him? <laughs> he went the jersey ripped off his back immediately. And the yeah. GM is now saying he has no interest in trading him. So now you got a big problem because all Deshaun Watson's going to do is ruin his draft stock or his yep. uh, draft, um, not draft, his trade capital from now until the start of the season. If you don't give this man what he wants, he's going to start doing dumb stuff. Yep. People are going to be like, eh, that's the one, <laughs> that's the first round pick gone. Now you're yeah. down to, you can get top dollar for this man right now. Yeah. Trade him while you can. Uh, and maybe in a couple years, you can come up to the surface as a respectable franchise. Because right now, you're the new Browns. You're the laughable. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're trash. No one wants to play there. No one wants to coach there. Right. And what's so that? Like, JJ to themselves. J- yeah, J.J. Watt said he want to leave. He's too. out, like, bro. At, listen, this, at this point, for the, for the Texans, it's just like, all right, just, you lost. So forget it. Give up. Yeah, you have to, at this point, you have to let go of whoever wants to leave and mm-hmm. you rebuild. You are, you get screwed it up. out of there. Too like, there's, no, there's nothing you can do now. Just get what you can now before you get up. absolutely nothing. Look at Carolina. Like, yo, we saw all the moves that Carolina did last offseason. And you, right. I thought they were going to be the new Jets. They were actually competitive in a lot of their games yeah. because they let go of, you know, they trimmed the fat, so to speak, and yep. they picked up pieces for the for the team. I would do that if I was if I was Houston. I'd let I'd let Deshaun walk for a lot cheaper than what they are asking right now. Because that I think it's worth it. Get him out of there. So I, I think at the end of the day he will get traded. Unless, because I saw a meme earlier where <laughs> they had Deshaun Watson's face on uh, James Harden's body, and he had wow. the little, he had the gut and stuff, and they said this is gonna be <laughs> they said this is gonna be Deshaun Watson if they don't trade him by the time Facts. September rolls around. That's a fact. Was, uh, yeah, for real. Though. You know, you know what I saw that you guys can give me your opinion on what you think. I saw um, so instead of asking for the three first round picks, what if Houston only took a first round and a second round out of this year's draft if they were to trade that with Jacksonville. So essentially, Houston gets Trevor Lawrence. Would you take Trevor Lawrence in a second round pick for Deshaun Watson straight up? Yeah, I would. Because you need need to make Houston somewhere where players would want to. Like, it's almost worse than the Browns at this point. Because at least yeah. the Browns, they were known for recycling talent and wasting it. But Houston is almost disrespectful with the <laughs> trades, the the coaching, the trades, everything that's gone down with them over the last few years. It's a place that you wouldn't want to play for that has zero pride. Everyone, like, D-Hop was happy to get out of there. J.J. Watt's on his way out. Um, they fired their coach. Deshaun Watson is refusing to play for them. Like, you need a fresh start. If you can get a Trevor Lawrence there, at least the fan base and, you know, uh, free agents are looking at this place as, okay, maybe maybe Houston's on its way back up. But the, they got to get out of this situation before training camp because it's only going to go downhill from there. Yeah. Where do y'all think, like right now, this is the week before the Super Bowl again, just for a timeline. There's no, there's a couple teams out there that are on the list of possible 
destinations for Deshaun Watson. If it is the case where they just straight up trade him for picks, what what do you what's the best option for him as the quarterback? And but and then where do you think he ends up though? So, all right. So my answer. So the best option, the best yeah, place for him to go would be Carolina, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Because Carolina has enough offensive pieces for Deshaun Watson to take that team to the playoffs, at right. least. Um, where I think he's going to go, he could go to the Jets. Because yeah, I think the true. Jets are scrambling right now, and they're desperate enough to trade those picks. Because they said, I think it was, yeah, it was two, it was two first, it was their next three first round picks, basically, for the next three years. And Sam Darnold, I believe it was, yeah, which is a lot. But I think the Jets are such a stupid franchise that they would actually go after that. <laughs> Facts. And they would to here, yeah, they would sit here toting like, "Oh, look at we got Deshaun Watson, we won." Like, yeah, okay, but you're not getting anything for the next three years. Congrats, right, right. But um, I don't know. I I would like to see him in Carolina. Yeah, I said, what about you? I would like to see him in Carolina, but uh, I could see Washington only because okay. it has you have weapons on both sides of the ball. You have a defense. You have a winnable division. You have yep. a uh, not only a a coach with high respect from players, but from other organizations. Like it's Washington's a pl- uh, a plug and play quarterback away from going deep into the playoffs. You mm-hmm. get a Deshaun. Washington, you pair him up with Logan uh, Thomas, Terry McLaurin, um, Gandy Golden, who I'm high Sims. on, yeah. uh, Antonio Gibson, and then yeah. you got that defense. Uh, that's that's where I would want to go if I'm Deshaun Watson. But Carolina, I would rather see him go to Carolina because I want to see Deshaun Watson elevate a team. Like yeah. A lot of players can go to Washington right now and take that team to the playoffs, but only a few – like Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, could take Carolina and make them actual, you know, uh, good competition for the NFC South, which just got extremely beefed up. Right, right. I think I honestly don't know where he's going to end up. I think the Jets are one of those like really trash teams is one of the more. They're dumb, but can they be that dumb? Yes. Oh, yeah, they could. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah, they could. So, I, like Jordan was saying, I, I think that's eventually where we will see him. I think the best spot, I agree with y'all on the uh, the Panthers, and I also like the Broncos as an option, too. I just don't know if they have what – I don't know if they have the capital to give up to the Texans in order for them to make that trade. Yeah. Like, there's, there's other there's, – I should say there's other deals out there that would be more enticing to the Texans to let go – let him go to Denver, mm-hmm. if you get what I'm saying. But Denver yeah. has weapons. They have a, a decent defense. They got they some young on that defense, and their receiving core is nasty. So, like, and they're yep. they're young, just like Deshaun Watson is. So they take a couple years, and they'll be right in that conversation of a, of of a powerhouses of the AFC. I, in my opinion, but um, that's a fact. But yeah, it's just it's just messy, bro. But I do like Denver as a landing spot for him. But I, that's in a perfect world. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so just free Deshaun Watson, yo, we praying for you. Free my boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, another guy, Detroit's very own. 
Matthew Stafford, mm. the gunslinging Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Um, they have officially parted ways. There's no mincing words with them. They're just completely done. He is out there and ready to be traded or whatever. Um, where do you guys see him ending up uh, in the landscape of the NFL once this free agency starts? Or even before that, actually. I don't know. Yo, Matt Stafford's a little bit tougher, in my opinion, because he, as an older quarterback, you're gonna go to you're gonna go somewhere where they think they can win now. Right. Um, so they're talking places like, like you said, Denver. I think Denver. Uh-huh. Sid said Washington. I can see both of those teams working out with Matt Stafford because they're both two teams that are just a piece, two three pieces away from making really deep playoff runs. Um, I don't think the Jets would be a good fit because they need a lot more than just Matt Stafford to become competitive. Um, I I think it's got to be someone who could win now. And um, I I would like him to see in Washington, actually. Like, Washington would be, like, a really good fit for him. Yeah. I I don't want to see him in Washington, personally, because... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it would be, like... (laughs) For him, it's uh, yeah, that would be a good spot for him for him to play. Sid, where do you think he should go? Okay, so I read a report today. You know, right. I'm actually interested in um, him going to the Rams because the Rams are oh, actively yeah. trying to get rid of Jared Goff. I think uh, uh-huh. I think Sean McVay's had enough, honestly, of being so like that defense. <sighs> top three can be yeah. top one. Like that defense is crazy. They yeah. got. Um, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, Everett, uh, and now they got a sudden Cam Akers, Mm -hmm. who I'm going to be really high on next season. So right now they're looking for – and Matt Stafford is actually – he wants to get traded to the Rams. Obviously, we know Jalen Ramsey wants – one thing I will say about Jalen Ramsey, I normally don't like him or take his side. He's never really had a quarterback that – he does his part. I'll give him that. Like, uh-huh. he holds it down on his side of the ball. <laughs> he's dealt with Blake Bortles. He's dealt with now. He's gotten the worst Jared Goff we've seen <laughs> since he's been, you know, like, top tier. Like, we didn't, we haven't seen Super Bowl Jared Goff in a while. Nah. As soon as Jalen Ramsey gets there, now we're getting subpar Jared Goff. So, I would like to see the Rams defense paired with someone as talented as Matthew Stafford. So right now it looks like the Rams and the Lions are in love with each other. We'll see if that pans out. I would like to see that though. Yeah. No, I feel you. What do y'all feel about him uh, going to the Patriots for him? That's I, for me, I feel like that's a, that's a lateral move or not. A, I think it's less, not, not a lateral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's less than lateral, bro. <laughs> What's there? What yo? What is in yo? I'm sorry, bro. What's in New England right now? Just Bill. That might That's be it. less. That might bro, be less. And less. all we've probably... seen this season is that maybe it was Tom this whole time. Maybe it was Tom that got those <laughs> six rings. I don't know. Yeah. That's a discussion for another another time. But New England is a very unattractive place for me right now. Yeah. 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 Brady made them look like, I mean, no, not made them look like he made them what they are at this point. Clearly, as we can see, 
And don't get me wrong, like Cam being in there, which actually let's just talk about Cam right now and the Patriots. Yeah, let's just let's just roll this right Damn. on. <laughs> so Cam Mark, being, turn the video off, baby. Cam, yeah. <laughs> Mark, you can sign off of YouTube right now. Just get off, <laughs> get off on the Apple Podcast, whatever you listen to. Um, I thought Cam was going to go there and at least, at the very least, get them into a wild card spot and be a respectable Patriots team. Then COVID comes and it's knocking down players, taking them out. They don't want to play the season, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> then we get to the actual gameplay. And the first two first two weeks, I was like, okay, they might be able to make this. You know, they took Seahawks down to the final play. They're playing competitive. And then all of a sudden, Cam Newton's arm turns into the, one of those pool noodles that you, like, swing around and hit people. Oh, man. What the heck happened? He threw, what, six touchdowns? And as a quarterback, yeah, you can't. Yeah, something some ugly throw, like that. Yeah, you can't just throw six touchdowns and call yourself six? a quarterback, bro. Six. <laughs> six. Six. Like that's, that's, that's terrible. So Come on, bro. We're, uh, at this point, most of us can assume that they are not going to continue their relationship with Cam Newton as their starting quarterback. Oh, duh. Where? <laughs> where, where <laughs> Let where, me go. Ask this question. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go, go ahead, Sid. Where does Cam Newton go at this point in his career? Eesh. It, 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 it can is, be a team. It may not be. <laughs> listen, I'm going to keep it a buck because I was oh. a big Cam fan until I met Mark, which made me, you know, I had to back up off him <laughs> a little bit because Mark was wild. It is Washington football team or retirement or backup QB. There's, no, there's wow. not another NFL team with this draft class coming out right now with yep. the amount of agents that we're going to have this season. If he don't pair up with um, Rivera in Washington, he either has to accept being a backup or fight tooth and nail for New England, which I still think he will lose or be or retire. Because as much as I love Cam, bro, yes, he is a physical specimen. He has arm strength. Never really developed the accuracy. Never really developed the, you know, the great mechanics that we see in, you know, the top tier quarterbacks. So unfortunately, when you go to a team like New England with no weapon and, you know, a banged up defense, he got exposed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are going to say, like Mark Axon, are going to say, you know, it's because of the team he was on. But nope. I don't care when <laughs> it's six touchdowns. Like, nah. there's no excuse for an NFL quarterback to be with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels and only throw six passing touchdowns as a quarterback. But wait, wait, unacceptable. He ran ran for 11. So that's good, right? (laughs) That would be great. If he was a running back, I would give him that. (laughs) That's fire. As a quarterback, six passing touchdowns over a, I don't know how many games he started, maybe like 14. It's just not, it's not happening. I'm sorry. It's not enough. Is Ron Rivera can save that man's career or it's done? Yeah, it's done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? For all intents and purposes, I would like for it to be done because, and I don't have nothing against Cam. It's just, I don't want to see him go out there and then not be able to do anything. Like, I don't, you know, yeah, he's predominantly a running quarterback, but six 
passing touchdowns. Are they yeah. acceptable? I that's unacceptable. Yeah, bro. I think that's the thing that makes us more upset is Cam was one of those prolific black quarterbacks of our generation that we uh-huh. grew up and we watched. I mean, not necessarily grew up, but we watched his whole career. And, yeah. um, you know, so as, as a black quarterback, it was kind of awesome to see him succeed and not be just this super athletic freak. Um, yeah, like a gadget know. QB. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Prior prior to Cam, most black quarterbacks were just good scramblers and had right. big arms. Um, yep. Cam was kind of something that showed uh, a quarterback playing the position the way it's supposed to be played. He still had bad mechanics, but um, it was dope to see that. So to see the regression now, it's kind of like we want to stop the bleeding. Like, please yeah. help us out. Either go where you're going to have a nice resurgence of your career or just retire in bliss, please. Uh, because it's a shame to see what's happening with uh, a quarterback like that. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's sad. I think, yeah, I think Washington is probably his best bet to rejuvenate any part of his career, but... I got. Oh, hold on. I think I think Mark Axelon's calling me right now. Let me. Uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Listen here, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen here, Bucko. Um, yeah, that's gonna be crazy when he gets up on here. But um, all right, Jordan. This might be a little bit of a touchy subject for you. Oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> already know where we going. Right off. Here the we big go. Back. All right. I'll keep it short. Sure. Too. Yeah, yeah. Keep it yeah. short and sweet. No, if it could be sweet. Um. Your Philadelphia Eagles yep. have a little bit of uh, what the new what the kids these days would call an entanglement, okay? <laughs> Which, <laughs> with yeah, the quarterback facts. position. <laughs> uh, if you can give us some clarity on the state of the Eagles quarterback situation right now. What what is their direction? What are they doing with their coaching? Does that affect who stayed and who left? What's what's oh, yeah. going on with them right now? Uh, they want to enable wins. That's okay. Kind of, that's kind of the gist of it. Um, okay. So the owner thinks that they have a generational talent in wins still, um, and so instead of moving forward, they brought they. So what I wanted to happen was I wanted us to move. Wentz to Indianapolis, that was going to be a great fit for him. I still got love for Wentz, so I want to yep. see him succeed. I thought he could do that in Indianapolis, and we could get some picks back, move forward with Jalen Hurts, and build this team around Jalen Hurts with Biennemi as our head coach. Uh-huh. That was my ideal situation. Once we hired Sirianni, I knew it was done because... <laughs> All Philly was doing was taking the Colts and bringing it to Carson Wentz. Um, There was a ton of reports that finally came out and saying that Carson's biggest issue is accountability. He doesn't take accountability for uh, when he... Apparently, according to a lot of players, he still doesn't feel like he was the reason why he lost some of these games this season. And he was. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you can be at fault, but yeah. own it because right. at least that way you know how to move forward. Um, yeah. So I don't like the direction that the Phillies that Phillies going in. We hired, um, I believe it was the the DB coach in Indianapolis as our new defensive yeah. coordinator. Um, 
so it's very, they're literally just bringing the Colts over to uh, Philly, and it's going to just enable Carson because Carson can't take criticism well. Right. Um, so, and he straight up even said he doesn't like hard coaching. I don't, you guys as competitors, as players yourselves, I don't know, that sounds weak to me. Like, that, I, I don't like that. You know, like, yell at me, scream at me, tell me that I'm not doing good. And even my best days, tell me what I, that I'm still not, I'm still trash. Because right. I need to be kept at a level, at a level head. Carson wants to be buffed up. He wants to be told he had a good day when he didn't. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so I have a, yeah, I have a problem with Carson right now. And Philly wants to go forward with him. So it's going to get messy because now, you know what, Jalen Hurts rides the bench another season. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's criminal, yeah. bro. Yeah, because now is. if you keep riding with Carson Wentz, say next year, yeah, they they're probably going to be better than they were this year. But even if they're not, like you're first of all, you're wasting Jalen Hurts on the bench, and then eventually he's going to get frustrated and want to go. Like now you're going to have to move him. Yeah, at some point to try to get. And I didn't think they were going to go in that. Direction. I thought this was just like. A switch o change o and Jalen Hurts. This was going to be like a battle or something like that. Yep. But all, all of the moves that they've made thus far, like you were saying, Jordan, have put into place that okay, we're going to build around Carson Wentz. Yeah, he he had a trash season last year or whatever, but this is our guy, irregardless of what Jalen Hurts did. Yeah. And I just think that that's I wouldn't do that because I really like J. I mean, yeah, he played what six, seven games or something like that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like I like the way he plays. So it's like they put themselves in a weird. They're they're putting all their chips into like sliding it all across the table see, for Carson Wentz, and it it scares me a little bit. See, for me, it has less to do with my belief in Jalen Hurts than just maximizing your opportunity that's in front of you. You have right, two right. quarterbacks that can be starting in the National Football League. You don't need both of them. You can turn right. one of them into picks, primarily yeah. Carson Wentz. So at least that way you, you can take one quarterback, he's the guy, and you build around him. Yeah. I don't want to do another season of, oh, this guy gets to start. Oh, he's starting to play bad. This guy gets to start. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't do that with a quarterback because he needs rhythm and he needs confidence to be able to perform at his best. Yeah, and I agree. Um, Say, do you got anything to, to add to the to the Eagles? How you feel about? Yeah, man, I got something for these Eagles, real quick, bro. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it a buck. Carson Wentz hasn't been the same since Nick Foles took over and won that Super Bowl. His psyche was destroyed. All right, I'll fight. And the reason I like Doug Peterson is because Doug Peterson is kind of like. I don't want to say he's like Sean McVay where he's going to hide his quarterback's flaws, but he, he's going to work with you. And they went full steam ahead with Carson Wentz. They gave him the platform. They gave him the team. He didn't do anything with it. So Doug Peterson, who bought Philly its first Super Bowl, which they seem to forget, made a decision that he felt was best for the team now. And for the future. And he kind of got, you know, stones tossed at him from all the wrong places. And I feel like Jalen Hurts, you could just see the difference if you watched football this year when Jalen Hurts was at the helm at quarterback than when Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts looks like the Philadelphia Eagles was trying to win 
where Carson Wentz, when he played, was trying his hardest not to lose. Right. So I feel like we're going to talk about draft capital and the trade capital again. You have Carson Wentz, who honestly needs a fresh start, in my opinion. You got the Philadelphia Eagles who needs a fresh start, and then you got Carson Wentz. So you can make everybody win here and trade Carson to maybe the Colts, which would be a great start for him, and have Jalen Hurts do his thing next year. But now they're going to turn this into a big messy pile of poo, (laughs) and we're going to have, like, we're going to have issues from training camp on. And now Carson Wentz is going to have to play again with someone breathing down his neck, just like when he had Nick Foles, breathing a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, you lose a game, and you're like, dang, like, there's a Super Bowl MVP in my locker room. Yeah. Right. You got Jalen Hurts, who kind of, he balled out this season when Carson couldn't. Every time they lose a game, every time Carson throws a pick, what do you think he's going to think about? The, the yeah. Eagles are no longer his team. He needs yeah. to move on. Yeah, bro, it's just – And I don't <laughs> – Yeah, I – Oh, go ahead, Jay. I, I don't think this is the – And I don't think this is to say that Carson will – be trash next season. I think Carson still has a ton left in the tank. I think this is a bad move, a bad business move. Uh, This is a bad move for the team in general. Um, The team itself has moved on from Carson, but management hasn't. And that's where a little bit of a divide is beginning. Yeah, bro. It's a... I'm a Cowboys fan, bro. So this is at least at least your quarterback just got hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all he did was get hurt. He was playing great and got hurt, and that's all that happened. Um, all right, real quick, I just want to hit on a couple like a couple more uh, off season things before we get to the Super Bowl coverage. Some quick hitters. Um, yeah, yeah, some quick hitters. Saints QB situation. We all saw how sad uh, Drew Brees was leaving the. F- I mean, I'm not gonna fry. I was sad too. Yeah, that was tragic. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Yeah, yeah, that was tough to watch, bro. He looked at looked back at the stadium like this. That's all. Oh, don't do that, Drew. Yeah, that's, I said, that's chill, tough. chill, Drew, chill. Said, Andrew, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I mean, obviously, dude has a, a fantastic career. Yeah, it's gonna be a knock on him that he only got two and won only one Super Bowl. But you know, great career statistically. I I don't got nothing bad to say other than him talking about the. You know, whatever he was doing with the BLM and all that stuff, he got he got a little backlash on. <laughs> Chill, but, but yeah, yeah, don't don't don't, don't touch it. No, no, no Drew. Oh, Drew. <laughs> but uh, other than that, bro, obviously that's that's something minor. But yeah, great career for that dude. Um, what do they do now with with the uh, with Drew Brees most likely retiring at this point? I think, and I think my boy Sid will agree with me. It's time for the Winston show. I'm sorry, bro. I think it's time, man. Like, <laughs> Winston, yeah, he's not efficient, all right? No. But <laughs> you can't sit here and tell me that Taysom Hill is a better quarterback than J- than Jameis Winston. He, nah. He might I, be the better I, runner, which is yeah. surprising. <laughs> but I, you can't, you cannot convince me that Taysom Hill will give you a better opportunity to put points on the board. Than James Winston. Yeah, no, I agree. You know. But so either way, I back s- to uh. Oh, go ahead. 
back to like that trade capital. Who do you think you're going to get more trade capital with? Taysom Hill, who you don't know enough about right now, who, you know, someone, uh, a franchise could look at and say, maybe this guy can develop into the next guy. Mm-hmm. Or Jameis Winston, who has five years of tape that isn't so great. Maybe we don't want to take a chance on him. I would trade t- uh, Taysom. And Sean Payton, let's keep it a buck. I mean, the dude makes winners. Anyone who starts for him wins, period. Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. uh, like Taysom Hill. Yeah, I think he can, if someone's going to coach Jameis Winston and make him into a winner, I think he's landed in a very great spot. I think the Saints are in a very good spot to move on from if they trade Taysom and keep Jameis. Right. And I think, I think New Orleans is a great place for a quarterback. A place that, in my opinion, I, I said it. Some people, someone said that I was crazy for saying. I still think that New Orleans is a run first offense. You know, they they yeah, yeah. their star, as much as it is Michael Thomas, it really is Alvin Kamara. You know, yeah, like they, they work off the back of Alvin Kamara, and a lot of that takes a pressure off of a quarterback because play action now is more yeah. effective. Um, you know, a lot of RPOs are more effective if you have a good run game. So I think this is a place where Jameis Winston can start working through his weaknesses and this offense will cover over some of those weaknesses and he's just got to focus on making the throws. You know, he doesn't have to do a lot of decision making because the play calling is really, really good. Right. And I think, yeah, he's in the perfect spot uh, socially, too, because he could get all the crab legs he wants down there <laughs> in New Orleans, bro. He's great with that. He's good. So he said, oh, I'm going to the Saints. Word. Say less. Heard you. He's being there like this, yo. First, first practice. He said, New Orleans? He said, I'm doing that. Oh, man. So, yeah, no, nah, I think they'll be I think they'll be straight, too. Jameis is he bad, but he's not that bad. No, nah. like he can, he can throw he's it. Middle of the like, pack. Yeah, James gets it popping, bro. As you long need as some he throw, as long as he don't do the thirty for thirty with touchdowns to interception ratio, because that that is just wild. But <laughs> yeah, other than that, be yeah. As long as um, he don't eat no more W's, they gonna yeah. win. They'll win. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we don't want to see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> eat no more of those. <laughs> nah. All right. So then another team will will wrap up on the Colts. Um. Philip Rivers, he's done, right? That's confirmed. Yeah. Say he's yeah. Okay, he's a wrap. So, Philip Rivers, is a wrap. another great quarterback that we grew up watching. His career is coming to an end. Now he could go home and take care of his thirty-seven kids and Back. ride off into some into the sunset with his uh his hard hat. I mean, his uh cowboy hat and his straw, and just be done with it. Yep. Um, <laughs> what are, What are they going to do now? They're going to straight go. Full on Jacob Eason? Are they gonna make a a run at Watson or or uh, Matt Stafford? What do you think the direction the Colts go in right now? I think Eason gets a season. Okay, I, I like I don't I don't see Eason. We don't got enough work out of Eason. We don't got enough tape. Yeah. Um, and I can't see why they would draft him if they didn't already see this happening. Um, right. If they saw this happening. And they drafted Jacob Eason, and they were still going to put somebody in front of him. Why the heck did you draft him in the first place? Literally yeah. just for a backup? You know, not. I don't think a lot of teams draft backups. They draft prospects. 
Um, so I think he gets a season um, to see what he can do. If it's complete and utter bust, at least they know and they can move forward from that point. But I think he gets. Yeah. I think he gets the keys this season. Yeah, I uh, I do too. I think. I mean, they didn't they didn't go crazy on where they drafted him, and like he wasn't he didn't go anywhere uh, crazy in the draft yeah. when it comes to the spot he went in. Not a huge prospect, but you know he's he's good. Um, and I think, like Jordan said, they give him the keys for a little bit, at least to try out. They have their because of the, how how their team's built. They have a good enough offense where, like, he has a little bit of of, of leeway to you know get the, all the kinks out and you know feel the NFL game for at least a season. And I think he'll be good enough. Like with JT emerging as one of the best backs in the league. Right after, <laughs> right, after right after his rookie Boy. season. Um, that's a whole oh, we got so much to talk about on these shows, bro. But anyway, yeah, with him, yeah, TY Hilton is at towards the tail end of his career. He's not the same so, nine so. burner. Yeah, yeah, he's not the same nine burner that you used to get, but Michael Pittman, um Paris Campbell, they have weapons on offense for him, and they have the I think the best offensive line in football. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't think most people would they argue me on that. Yeah. So you know, it's kind of it's this is a perfect situation as a franchise. So okay, if we have a, a rookie quarterback or a quarterback that's new to the league, not a rookie anymore at this point, but throw him in that system, see what he can do, and we'll go from there. We have enough talent on our team to be competitive uh, for a period of time until you figure out whether he's got it or he doesn't. And if he doesn't, you move on from there plug in Jacoby Brissett for a period of time, go make yeah. a play at another quarterback, do anything like that, and then they'll be straight. I, I think they give him a chance. Sid, you feel the same way? Yeah, I'm in agreement with y'all. I think uh, if the only two quarterbacks i even seen maybe come into the Colts was Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz, it looks like that talk has really slowed down to almost zero. So I think Jacob Eason is going to compete, win the job, and – like Jordan said, he gets this season to prove it. Right, right. Yeah, so we're all on the same page about the Colts. Um, okay. This will probably be one of the headers of this first episode as we're launching back in to Cover 32 because this is a Super Bowl preview. We waited until the end Bowl, to get right. to, the juicy, to the juicy, the meat of the episode, and here it is right at the end just to send y'all off into, into Super Bowl Sunday. So – Anything and everything y'all got on this game, Chiefs Saints. There's so many storylines. There's so much hype about this game. This is easily going to blow out any Super Bowl view numbers we've ever seen. One because yep. it's the first. It's the first COVID Super Bowl, so everybody's gonna. They ain't got nothing else to do but sit home and watch, <laughs> watch the <laughs> watch the Super Bowl. There's nothing. Not that I, I mean. Granted, we watch the football Super Bowl every season, so I don't even care what else is on TV. But there's nothing else you're watching. You can't go to movies. Like it doesn't doesn't matter. You're gonna probably be watching the Super Bowl, and it's Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Like, ah, this is gonna be crazy, bro. I can't. I That's cannot. Different. So, what my one of my favorite storylines, and I'm sure you guys would agree, is Tom Brady's path. To getting to actually taking this Bronx, this uh, Bucks team out of nowhere and just getting to the Super Bowl, bro. Like, I we all thought, yeah, they'd be real good, they might get to the Super Bowl, they might, you know, 
at least okay i shouldn't say we all thought this was my opinion like yeah they're gonna be really good really good offense blah 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 brady's a little older but he's got weapons now so he doesn't need to do it as much but i didn't think they'd get to the super bowl i thought they were gonna run into the saints who i thought at the time were a better team and you know and they lose and that's it brady retires he tried one more time but that's it and he's done and he beat drew Brees and aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and went back to the Super Bowl for at the 10th time at, at yeah home. at Lambeau and went, is now in his 10th Super Bowl in 21 seasons and has a chance to win a 7th Super Bowl. It is ins- I don't mean to toot Tom Brady's horn that much but he like nah. this is insane. Toot, we never seen that much. Exact double. <laughs> like this is nothing we've ever seen before in any sport. Like it's it's insane. Like what is, what is your opinion? Like, what was your thought process going into the season about the Bucks, about that whole team? Like, even before they got Antonio Brown or whatever. Like, what was your what was your projection for this team? Uh, so, if you listened to the original Cover Thirty Two, uh, mm-hmm. you would have heard me and Sid were both very high on um, on Tampa Bay. I really did think that they were going to be a powerhouse team. And then I kind of I kind of drew back a little bit on those takes uh, when the season started because they looked good, but they looked out of sync. They didn't look together. They didn't look like a team. Um, and I remember early storylines in this season. You saw Brady yelling at his teammates, and people thought that that was the worst thing ever. Like, yo, you obviously never played sports because if you have <laughs> never got yelled at, then you probably just didn't succeed. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. Yeah. Um, so seeing that and like all the headlines and everything and a lot of like, you know, they took a couple L's that they shouldn't have taken. Um, so it looked a little bit rocky. They started hitting their stride late season, late uh, regular season, and they started shaping up. And then they hit postseason and, you know, Tom, Tom is GOAT Tom, bro. I don't care. Three picks in this Lambo game and he's still felt like the GOAT, you know, he still got it done. Um, This is a legendary game, in my opinion, because the story, like like we were saying, there's so many storylines there. You know, you got GOAT versus baby GOAT, you know, Pat (laughs) Mahomes, bro. You know, we, we keep saying that, you know, we've never seen somebody do this much and do what he's done in this amount of time. Um, So we're looking at the future. You know, and it's the past versus the future. It's it's everything that a football fan could ask for right now. Um, so to right. say, like, to pick favorites right now, to pick who your team, who you're rooting for, if you're not conflicted, you're not an NFL fan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Because this is hard. Yeah, this is, this is the hardest Super Bowl I've ever had to pick for. Yeah. Who I want to like? Okay, yeah. Like my father's a Chiefs fan. Y'all know that, but yeah. he's a huge Chiefs fan. And when they win, all he puts on Facebook is Chiefs with exclamation points. <laughs> and everybody know what he's talking about. That's it. Like, yeah, Chiefs won. That's it. That's all he needs to put. So a part of me draws towards Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like it is what it is. But at the same time, the first Super Bowl I watched had Tom Brady in it. Yep. And I have. Living in Boston for almost all of my life, except for for the past like year and a half at this point, 
has been Brady on the radio, on TV, every Sunday, every game, Tom Brady, and I've seen him win this championship six times. So I've seen nothing but greatness in my own backyard for 20 seasons. So it's very hard for me to not root for greatness. Like at this point, it's just, he's already up there. It's like, yo, can he really keep doing this? Like this is insane. And beating, which I'm sure you guys would agree, beating the best current quarterback in the NFL. Yep. At, 40, at 43, he's going to beat the best quarterback in the league right now. And so, like, I, I low-key am rooting for that. Like, I, I, that would be yeah. dope to see him raise the Lombardi for a seventh time on a different team, bro. That's It's crazy. Max. So, how you, how are you feeling about What's your, your – what are you most excited for, bro? I'm just excited, bro, to see how Tom Brady – he's pretty much beat the odds – since he was in Michigan up until being 43 and taking a team that had no business being in the Super Bowl, no straight to the Super Bowl. And now I, he got that team believing that Patrick Mahomes is under him. And that's, yeah. that's the best part about the Super Bowl is both teams think they have the GOAT on their squad. So right. both teams are going to play. Like they have the goat, like yep. Tyreek Hill. We already know that's my goat. Like Pat Mahomes is goat. Yeah. JPP, Sue, um, uh, Devin White. Yep. Godwin, AB, TB12 is their goat. So it's like I don't think you've ever really seen these type of juggernauts in the same Super Bowl at the like. This is this might be the first time in sports that something like this has ever transpired. And I can't stop thinking about it. I don't know. If, I don't know who's going to win. I don't know who's going to guard Kelsey. Yeah. I don't. Is JPP going to get a pick six? I don't know. <laughs> but it and can if, happen. So it's like, I'm so excited. I don't even know if, like, you can't rip me away from that TV next Sunday, bro. No. No. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to have to. Somebody got to be there fetching beers and stuff. Right? It's going to be, be like, different. Yeah. Got to send the kids out. <laughs> <laughs> getting fanned and everything bro um like and we have seen a preview of this mat like it's not like this is the first time brady and and mahomes are going against each other but if it's anything close to 2018's afc championship game that went into overtime at arrowhead and brady and gronk set each other up to to win the super bowl pretty much and they're back and they're back <laughs> those two are back it's crazy <laughs> bro it's insane bro so yeah i'm just i'm super excited for the super bowl bro but of course if you're watching this you're probably thinking all right these dudes talk football all the time what are our picks because at the at the end of the day we have to make Ugh. we got to make game picks bro and this is this is for everybody. So this is never going anywhere. Everybody going to see this. <laughs> so our game picks. Sid, you look stressed. Actually, both of y'all look stressed. I'm stressed, boy. <laughs> <All right>, let, <laughs> let me, uh, you know, I'll go first. I'll give you all time to, to, unless you already got the pick. But I got the pick, man. This is going to be, I okay. Like this it. is, yeah. Okay. I don't like it either. <laughs> I don't like the pick. All right. So this is going to be a very, High-scoring game, I believe. Chiefs don't have a great defense. Any team that Brady's on has a at least above-average offense, and this one has weapons. So he's got the offense laid down. However, the Bucks last time that they played, 
could not stop Tyreek Hill or any part of the Chiefs offense. The game was close, but the game doesn't indicate how what it looked like on the field during the game all the way up to the, the Bucks started coming back or whatever. Well, all that being said, goat versus baby goat. <laughs> I'm going to choose the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl over the Bucks. 37 to 33 as the final. So Chiefs 37, Bucks 33. Patrick Mahomes gets his second ring in three years. Brady comes back and tries again for another season. Now y'all could go. Mine's mine's out there and it's on it's on record. I'm picking the Chiefs by four in the Super Bowl. Anyway, Jay, what you want to do? You want me to go or you want to go? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Because you, you were more emotional than I am. Fact. So I know this one hurts <laughs> you even more. I got... Yo, all right. So let me preface this. Okay. Ever since New England beat my Eagles in 2004? Four. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've hated Goat Brady. I hate him. I personally, like, I got sick of him. Never believed in him. Brady has won 10, has been in 10 of the Super Bowls that I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) Half of the Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life, Brady has been in them. And so 20 years of watching football has taught me one thing, and that is to never bet against Brady. So I got to pick the Bucks. Beating the Saints 38 to 31. What about the Chiefs? Wait, that's it, Saints? <laughs> yeah. oh, yo, I'm tripping. <laughs> that's, a, that's, how, that's how unsure you are. You did that too, though. You did that too. <laughs> yo, I, I, I got them beating the yeah. Chiefs 38 to 31. And that is solely off of, I'm just believing in him for once. Mm. Okay. So yeah, Buck, Buck Sid Chiefs, Diddy. Chiefs, if I said Saints, my hey, I'm the tiebreaker. Sid too yeah, sick. Wow. All right. So I've been going over this in my head nonstop, and I'm probably going to keep changing it. But <laughs> right now, I got. I just don't see. I have not seen since Pat Mahomes got into the league a D line that can contain him and stop him from doing what he does. I have seen a D line stop Brady from doing what he does. Will it be the Chiefs D-line? Really depends on Chris Jones and what Chris Jones we get from him. If we get Super Bowl Chris Jones from last year, possibly. But I don't know who's going to guard Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So, obviously, like, I think whoever has the ball last wins this strong, but I got to pick Chiefs over the Bucks, thirty-one to twenty-four, and it hurts me because I would not be surprised if Goat Brady Matt comes through <laughs> and wins Matt. this one. But <laughs> but I I'm going with the Chiefs, uh, and plus I don't want um, I rather Levy get a ring than AB. So no, let's get it. How they end up in the Super Bowl? Said all right, bro. Let's keep it a buck. Did Levy got what he do? Did yeah. he participate? A B yeah, can yeah. at least say I was out on that field gate and pop it. Right. right, right. Levy, he just kind of like 
he riding in the back of the bus. Yo, right. they they both got gifted a Super Bowl, if you think about it, though. Thank you. Yeah. They came Thank late you. in the season to two full-stride teams, and they ball it out. Another side story that literally means absolutely nothing, but I just really realized it. LaShawn yeah. McCoy was on the Chiefs. I noticed that the other day. And he's That's on the crazy. Bucks. So he's playing his... Old I team. didn't even remember he's on the Bucks, bro. I know. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, he ain't going to see the field most likely, yeah, but nah, nah. he's there. Yo, LaShawn McCoy, AB, LaShawn McCoy, AB, and Levy are going to get to, like, they're going to go touch the, uh, go to touch the Lombardi <laughs> trophy. Somebody going to be like, like, <laughs> like yeah, that's not yours. Put your hand Oh, shoot. That's crazy. All right. So, Jordan, what was your, what was your uh, game pick and score again? So, I got... I got the Bucks versus the Saints. No, I got the Bucks <laughs> thirty-eight over the Chiefs thirty-one. Thirty-eight, thirty-one. It said yours was Chiefs thirty-one, twenty-four. Chiefs. Okay, and mine was Chiefs thirty-seven, Bucks thirty-three. Yeah, and a and a close one. And we got any o- overtime out of either of them? Or no, out of either nah. of them. They they nah. they play. I don't think so. It's going to be a to touchdown it. difference, though. There's going to yeah. be no. It's not going to be a field goal. It's going to be a touchdown. Yeah, it's gonna be a this is gonna be crazy, man. Well, we'll we'll see, bro. It's gonna be crazy. Well, so at this point, as you guys are watching this show, we'll be on Cover Thirty Two's Instagram. Go follow us on Instagram. Follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, And of course, if you're watching us on on YouTube right now, stay tuned. We've got a whole bunch of content coming out for you throughout the whole season. We are back, back this time. So. just stay tuned for all of our content we're putting out on YouTube. Um, going to have content all throughout the offseason going into football, fantasy football, basketball, sports trading cards. We're hitting everything that we personally love and enjoy and know about and have in-depth knowledge. We're putting we're bringing it to cover 32 for y'all. So if you know nothing about sports cards, come to us and we'll, we'll teach you the ways. We're going to teach you. Whatever we know, y'all will know at this point. So, um, but that it's been a great show, guys. Welcome back, Jordan and, and, and Sid. Uh, I'm proud of us getting back on the horse, bro. We were stay on this one. We're good to go, bro. So, Sid, thank you, bro, for joining us. Of course, Jordan. Good to see you, bro. Good. Thanks for for hopping on with us today. And this has been another episode of Cover Thirty Two. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>